Hey, this episode was brought to you by Good Episode Productions. Fuck you. Take some sips, get that Coke flowing. Fuck yeah, baby. Juice up. Share Coke with your wingman. Fuck yeah. Clink, clink. Mine's Vanilla Coke, so it doesn't have a fun name on it. It doesn't even say like... fucking Wavehead Legend. What was the... (laughs) Yummy Mummy. Oh my god. I was drinking one that said Bogan the other day, and I was like, it's pretty good. That's pretty fucking choice, eh? I did like Revhead. <laughs> that was a good Rev one. Revhead was good. I like when you just get ones that are really different from you. Like, I had I had one that was like, share Coke with Nana. And I was like, yeah, I'm Nana. I can be your Nana. I can have a jar of minties. To hand out to all the kids. I can be like my Nana and have five uh, jugs of expired mango nectar. If we're gonna be comparing insane nanas, mine. Used we're to not. Be a we're not. Racer. This is stopped. <laughs> My nana wins. My nana is fucking I, awesome. Why are you competitive about how fucking grandparents? I'm competitive work? about everything. Diane fucking rules. This is why I can't talk about anything. He's like, well, mine. It's like, I don't care. Well, my nana fucking could punch your nana. I want you to. My nanas both sucked. Yeah, my nana is so I'm starting cool, what, this, this is fuck off. This is done. I'm starting a podcast. <laughs> fuck you. Shout out to Diane. <laughs> Negative shout outs to both my nans. That's all. Yeah, I don't really remember one of them. More, one of them was a part of my dad's family, who's the mystery family, despite knowing all of them my whole life. The whole just... family is a mystery family, Ali. You don't no. know any of them. I only. That's just my dad's side. I know my mom's side plenty. But my dad is just like, well, I know you had a father, and I know you had a mom, and I did meet her when I was younger. We went, we visited her in the nursing home a lot, and now I'll never know anything about any of their family. His sister's still alive. My mom's, my mom's family is a mystery family, but for completely different reasons. It's just that we like genuinely don't know half of the stuff, and then we just find shit out all the time, and it's like, damn, that's even crazy. And I imagined it was gonna be shit's wet, cool. And then I All come right. to your room and I'm like, hey, I found out this about my family. And you're like, hey, Rowan, that's fucking crazy. I have, yeah. I've signed to implement a limit. I'm like, is this going to be child abuse? Because if it is, I'm going to ask <laughs> you to leave. And you're like, well, and it's like, that sounds like it's going to be child abuse, Rowan. <laughs> if you have to say, but, it's probably still abuse. I was asking for your opinion. Uh, hello, and welcome to Attack on Attack on Titan, where two leftists reread and dunk on the fascist manga known as Attack on Titan. My name is Milk slash Allie, and I'm joined by my co-host Rowan. Also known as Nana. Um... <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, these are weird. These are weird. <laughs> now, all right. This we there is okay. I'm trying to think how I can approach this. So, uh, this week we read chapters thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen. I don't remember all of the titles, but the thing is that's so important. Wound. wound. Uh, wait, fuck it. I remember 15 was one by one. That's all I got down. 
But it We're doesn't so matter. Professional. You, can, you know what, Alex? Yeah. Just, no. Can I say one thing? No, you can't, because I'm doing something first that's more important. All right, and that's because I'll chapter 137 it. came out, Titan, and it's the wildest chapter of Attack on Titan I think I've ever read. <laughs> it's the most crazy shit I have ever ingested as a media property. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go into that now, because I, I thought to myself, like, mm, there's a lot to talk about in that chapter. Should I wait until after we do the four things we're covering already? Because then it's like, uh, it's a lot. I'll be talking for a fair bit because it's bonkers. Then I was like, I physically cannot spend this whole podcast talking about other chapters with this still in my brain. <laughs> I need to get it out. <laughs> All right, all right. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. Give, all right, give me the lowdown on what the fuck goes down. So if you remember our last one, the last chapter ended. Um, I don't. But yeah, I figured. <laughs> uh, Armin's in the pathways. He's dead. Air quotes. Zeke, super fascist, also there. Dead. Air quotes. And so now they're having a chat, and it starts with just just some of the most choice panels I've seen in my life uh, of Zeke explaining. Like, the creation of the world. And it is... Boy. Alright, okay. The, does, he, Zeke, does Zeke know, or is it, like, his just concept yeah, I, of it? I'm pretty sure, yes. Because he's actively describing the Cambrian era. <laughs> and there is art <laughs> of it. And... So what is he like? It's basically like... So there's... <laughs> look at that! Zeke Superfascist just says the whole universe was in a hot dense state and then 40 million years ago expansion started whatever the fuck lyrics wow great job i would see you're a fucking number one big bang head oh yeah i love that autistic representation it's great but basically he spends his first chapter like oh yeah uh things disappeared and reappeared and that's what life became as uh the reason life ultimately survived because it was in its nature to multiply and he's like all we exist for is to multiply and make more of us, yada, yada, yada. We Numbers spreading, abundance. And so the purpose of life is to multiply, yada, yada, yada. Sand, pebbles, water, they don't seek to multiply it by no Life never stops its frantic quest, yada, yada, yada. Talks about fear existing, and then... <laughs> then he gives us a, a, a certain kind of panel. Something to really look at here that solidifies a theory that I didn't know I had, but has been growing within me. And that's that the spinal creature inside of Aaron and Ymir and the Founding Time is an alien. Ah! I've sent you a... <laughs> Look Fuck at this yeah. fucking thing! <laughs> Why that child so desperately sought to avoid such pain? Something stronger, something larger. She gave birth to an undying body, and then she escaped to a world that was free of even death. Fuck yeah, other planets... <laughs> <laughs> the fucking the spinal the spinal creature is a Cambrian era esque alien. You know what, Ali? That fuck it. Who cares? This series is fuck wild. Bring aliens into it. I know. This it. is the listen. This is the best shit. And then he's like, oh yeah, yeah. Fritz can't escape, but wants community. Wants to be around people. Yeah, that's one thing that people uh, always forget to talk about when they. You know, we, we criticize fascism a lot, but it is really a community. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bonding uh, spirit. 
intricate rituals. I love to bond with my boys, my proud, proud boys. Armin has some sad God. flashbacks to children and being a war criminal. And then also he's suddenly holding a baseball. So I guess also they have baseball. The great Eldian pastime. <laughs> oh, you know those Eldians, apple pie and baseball. <laughs> no, baseball's big in Japan though, right? Yeah, I know. It's like But this isn't America, in Japan. Japan Cuba. <laughs> this isn't Japan. This is Germany. Yeah, yeah, I know, but it's made by a Japanese guy. I know, but it's just really funny to suddenly, for the first time, see a dude just hold a baseball. It's like, I didn't know this world was fleshed out enough that they had games. I thought it was just bad stuff all the time. Yeah, I know, it's crazy. And then uh, you see a bunch of dudes standing behind them, and it's like, hold on, one of them bad boys is... Why, that's Grisha Jaeger. And we go back Fuck, outside. Fuck, alive? Um, I mean, okay... Is so, he in the time warp? He's in the time zone. Cool. And also in the time zone is every other person who's had a titan. Because <laughs> oh. apparently you don't actually die. Well, you do die, but you also don't die. And you also don't live anymore. You're just in the pathways and you're asleep. But so, what's happening outside of the pathways is basically... Uh, the, the tides are turning. People are kind of dying. Every... Raina, Pike, John, all them, they're about to be beefed. And then something happens, which is some of the Titans start fighting other Titans, and I look at it and they're like, hold on. Those are our Titans. Those are our friends. There's Bertolt. This fucking, uh, <clears throat> sorry, I, I forgot about this, this dude's name is just Porco. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good one, dude. Nice. Porker, Marcel, Galliard, they're all, they're all here. All the boys are back. Ymir's here. They're all eating other Titans because this is Zeke's super fascist redemption chapter. In the, okay. pathways, in the pathways, he's now communing with all the dead slash not dead Titans and they're all taking control of their Titan bodies in the outside world to help fight and save everybody. Okay. Uh, my favorite 12-year-old child soldier, Gabby, the one who decapitated uh, Aaron, does another fucking dope headshot. She's very cool. There was a pig titan that just had Armin in his mouth, so I guess he wasn't dead, but he kind of was. But they shot it, and he fell out of the mouth, and then it grabbed him with his tongue again, and they cut it off, and he's alive. And he's back. And he's Armin now. That's and like then... Way of doing things. Regular things. But then... The next, the next best part happens, which is Zeke, super fascist, starts pulling himself out of one of Aaron's spines. <laughs> I'm gonna. Sure. It's hard to explain, so I'm gonna. No, actually, it isn't. He's like a tumor, but he's out of a spine, and okay. he's like his torso up, and his nipples are out. Mm. And he's just mm, indeed. Risky. Listen, he got pecs. It's, it's a look. It's something. But so, like... He's, <laughs> he's just standing there, titties out, shouting at, like, Levi, like, didn't you want to see me again? What's up? This is strange to talk about. They're all meeting up again. This is the redemption arc. He's conv Every Eldian is connected to another by a path. She wants everyone to be connected. She wants to have a family. Ymir. Uh, uh, emotional moments. It's a lot of bullshit. But then, the dopest scene in anime happens. Which is, 
uh, a short king uh, regains his rights. What? What am I looking at? <laughs> Levi completely decapitates Zeke's super fascist immediately. <laughs> and he's dead again. <laughs> Rip king. Uh, the rumbling okay, stops. Okay. It's like, oh, what's happening? Jean's running up the Titan because Aaron's still got the rolls of dynamite around his like spine neck. And then, uh, what does Jean say? You, stupid little suicidal blockhead. And then he decapitates Aaron again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Aaron is now being decapitated. Head blown clean off. It's just kind of falling. Man, there are people that want those characters to fuck. I know, it's wild. But then, why, what's this? It's that weird Cambrian spinal creature. And it's leaping out of the neck. And it looks super weird and it's very big and it's trying to grab Aaron's head again and it's just like it's a lot of tentacles it's like a lot to look at it's very bad it's about to grab Aaron's head then Rhina jumps out of nowhere and like tackles it to the ground is kind of pinning it down and basically the rest of the chapter is like oh we've got to get out Armin's about to blow this fucking skeleton whole cloth. <laughs> and so they all jump on the, the 13-year-old child soldier bird boy. They fly out of there, and uh, Rainer sacrifices his life, and they just blow everything up. It fucking rules. <laughs> and Eren is theoretically dead now. About fucking time. There's just a big question mark uh, on his uh, uh, wiki bio. <laughs> <laughs> We don't know. God. The fucking people that like read this and then immediately update wikis. Yeah. God, get a fucking life. I mean, I'm it saying was... that as a person that does a podcast about it and I don't even like it, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it's because you're forced to do it by me, gunpoint. I am here under duress. I was thinking recently, like, every time I open up our fucking Discord, I have no idea what any of you guys are talking about. I'm like the yeah. least qualified person to be talking about Attack on Titan. Every single person that seems to listen to this knows way more than I do. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm just here, bro. Uh, I know who Levi is. This is the least under... <laughs> like, you guys are talking about complex stuff that you've probably told me, like, multiple times yeah. as part of the lore. But I'm, like, reading these Discord conversations. So I'm like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? And then you're talking about a different anime. And I'm like, man, I just don't know what this is. <laughs> I'm fucking... I'm so out of, out of this world. <laughs> I just... I'm just... I'm so hopeful. Like, where it's, it's ending... I believe it's ending in April, which is a special birthday treat for me, but, which means we have, like, two chapters left. I, I want it so badly to be aliens. I need it. I need it to be aliens. God, I just need it to end with Eren being abducted. I mean, part like of me they is, just take him away from the planet. Part of me is honestly upset, because I was like, I was, I really wanted Aaron to destroy the world. I thought that would have been a great time. I wanted him to kill everybody, and then it's just, like, nothing. And it would have no. been the most, like, pathetic ending to a show. Bro, the way this has to end is Aaron gets fucking exiled to the moon, where he can do as much <laughs> destruction as he wants, and then it's just some fucking panel with him in Titan form, just, like, looking at Earth, being like, I can't kill it, because they made me come here. <laughs> <laughs> they're like if we just get rid of this one kid and we put him on the moon it's all fucking sorted you don't have to do fucking anything 
Genius. Everyone can live in peace and harmony because the genocidal maniac is on the moon. I just. I also think that Aaron could probably withstand the void of space. Just I honestly would not be shocked. Alone. I'm just. I think if you concentrate I'm... hard enough and you're a crazy enough motherfucker, you can just be alive in space. I'm just losing my mind over the fact that in one chapter they decided that, oh, actually, the spine creatures. It's like a deep sea monster. <laughs> Sure. It's, it's just so dumb to look at. This is and my like, fish I, made of bones. And like, I guess, I guess this is, I guess that the introduction to the chapter is supposed to be its reasoning. Is that like, yeah, it's just a base creature. It exists to multiply and grow its species. And so this is the way it's chosen to do that. It's just like a really fucked up face hugger. It's a face hugger, but really long. And it looks slimy and wet. Yeah. But it's insane that they've fucking revealed aliens in like the third last chapter. You can't I just can't, like oh. do that. It's like, that's the thing. It's either, it's either one, it's aliens, or two, it's just... It's like a fucking koala camp. Like, it's just an old creature that's been here for a while. <laughs> and then, like, Ymir fell into a pool and then accidentally met it. And they formed a symbiotic relationship. And then all of this happened. Which, either way, honestly, I do love. It's pretty great. Yeah. It's pretty uh, lopsided storytelling. Yep. I love that this creature has time powers. I want... I just... Where does it come? It has. Where does it come from? It has to be aliens. The the the. It can't just be like, well, this specific old sea creature can talk through time, and has a weird pathway system binding all of its kind. Yeah, it's gonna be fucking aliens. It's better like be pyramids. I'll be so upset, but I am. I am also glad that um, this is something we were also talking about in the server a little bit ago of like. Aaron's decapitation count. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's currently, as far as I know, it's running at three now. There was yeah. one in the chapters we read when Aaron punches his own head off. There's two yeah. when uh, child soldier Gabby snipes his head off. And there's three now when Jean blows his neck apart. <laughs> it's so good. And I'm so happy. Mm. I'm sure it will never happen again. <laughs> Two chapters hey, left. I don't know. Talk about this... these fucking chapters. All right, fine. I just I needed to get this out. I needed it. No, no, it's, no. it's so cool. Whack. I don't know what you're talking about, but we'll get there one day. It's a Some, sneak peek someday. for like episode fifty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh fuck. Okay. Let me let me maybe wind back in my notes. All right. Chapter thirteen. Wound. So the plan's going pretty good. About 20% of all the soldiers that Pix has had under his command are now dead. Um, what's his sure. phrasing? He's like, oh yeah, he's like, uh, I guess like lieutenant or whatever. He's like, oh, we lost approximately 20% of our soldiers. And then Pixis continues to be a weirdly intriguing character. Because he now grows on a small little monologue where he's like, we didn't lose them. The soldiers didn't die of their own volition. They were sent to their deaths by my orders. At this moment, our race is on the brink of extinction. To give humanity a chance to survive, 
I'm willing to become a butcher. Which is like an evil villain speech. Yeah. Like, it is like a textbook even vil- evil villain speech. But, like, do you get the vibe that this story wants you to think this guy is just sort of morally grey? They're like, I think oh. so, yes. I think he is not like, meant to be... It's like, it's a cartoonishly vin- villainous thing to say. But in the context of this story, it's like, ooh, what a, what a mysterious fellow. Hmm. Which is ins- Like, it really just says how fucking skewed the politics are when a guy is like, yeah, I'm fine, I'll sacrifice, like, anyone for this in... Like, I think it's the whole thing about Titans is it is an extreme circumstance, but at the same time, hmm. you're just like... Dude, that's fucking mustache-twistingly evil. Yeah. <laughs> and this guy, one, even if he's morally great, the you're still meant to think he's cool and interesting, mm. which is exactly how I love my fascists to be portrayed. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. Still got, listen, he's still got that bolo tie. He's fine. I'm sure of it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he will improve. <laughs> Definitely. All right, so Aaron does a big punch, and I'm, uh, hmm... I'm very sad what? to report, I'm uh, as representative of the Aaron Yeager Memorial Service, I'm sorry to report that uh, Mikasa Ackerman still alive. Ali, <laughs> I don't think you're fucking good at your job. Listen, I, as, as long as the higher-ups don't hear this one, I might scrape by on this, but um, I am going to start peeking around for other work, just in case. <laughs> Gonna leave this. Gonna leave this kind of spot off my resume. I think. I am, I am still, f- fucking. The sound effects that are described, just <laughs> are so incongruous to what is going on on page. The page is like real visceral violence, and then the sound effects are like dash, swish, smash, whiz. Like I've, I've literally never rumble, once paid rumble, rumble, to whoosh. This. This feels like this feels like general comic bullshit to me. I know, but it's still so funny to me when it's like Mikasa is fighting Eren and it's like meant to be a moment where she's having to like fight someone she loves and the the drawings are like action lines and really like have all this momentum, right? And then it's just like whiz. <laughs> oh, Mikasa whiz. Oh wait. No, don't no. Yeah. <laughs> We're from Melbourne. We can't do that on air. I'm not letting that happen. Not in my space. Yeah. And he's like, Aaron's doing big punches. Uh, Mikasa regrettably She's just lives. on his face. Yeah, she's just kind of hanging out there trying to chat to him. She really... She really embodies the the spirit of, like, I can fix him GF pairings. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I can change him, I swear. And then, uh, she's like, uh, no. I know he wants to kill everyone in the world, and I know that he's a fucking monster, but I just feel like with a little womanly love, I can be his trad <laughs> with wife. A, with a little slavely devotion, maybe I can change him. <laughs> and uh, no, he instead uh, tries to punch her, and he blows his whole head off and collapses onto the boulder. <laughs> uh, pretty I don't good. know people's names, but I do love the woman who's just immediately oh, like, well, names. mission's failed. That's Rico. Cool. Queen. You know what? You have a fun fact that I learned today. Yeah. Motherfucking Rico's still alive. <laughs> Genuinely shocked. Yeah. Well, I like went to anything... her page being like, oh, she's dead. And I'm like, nah, she ain't. She's out there. Thriving. Well, I mean, 
in this chapter, she has a pretty good survival instincts where she's like, mission's failed, let's fucking bounce. And everyone's like, yep. no, I think we should still continue with this, even though Aaron has lost his fucking mind. <laughs> Although, like, her and the other dude in the Alpha team are like, hey, we gotta go, this is fucked. And then the leader, Ian, is like, no, we're staying till the end. Our lives for Aaron Yeager. I can't leave my best friend Aaron. <laughs> I would never disappoint Aaron like this. He's a savior of the human race. Mm. Even though we don't know anything about how his Titan powers work, and also they <laughs> clearly are broken right now. <laughs> we were just told some whack lie that sounded like the most fake shit on Earth, but alright. Mm. I mean, yeah, this... I'm here with Rico. I would abandon him immediately. Of course. But to so, be fair, yeah. I'd also never join the military because I don't have, like, any faith in country. God, no. But I guess, also, we're not in a situation... Oh, maybe we will be once all information is being cut off by Facebook and Google, but we're not, in a, we're not in a situation where we don't know that there's another country in existence. Yeah. I don't know. I've thought about this before, and if there was, like, a fucking big war or I got conscripted, I would be, like... I would bounce. Like, I am... Oh, within I like the is... second they hand me a gun, I shoot my leg and like I can't do it. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm too like, I'm too crazy <laughs> like, in the head. You can't I'd make be me. like, please look at my mental health record. <laughs> and if they still made me, I'm like, cool. I'm in a van and I'm I'm out of here. <laughs> Find me in Australia, bitch. Needle in a haystack. <laughs> but yeah, so they uh, they send off the flare because you know it's fucked. Nothing's working. And then Commander Pictures is like, yeah, I'm not letting anybody retreat. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> I know that, like, you know, flares are a part of the plan, but I'm going to ignore that and, uh, uh, you know, as many people like, need to die as possible. Let's just go. Pictures refused to let any of them, like, retreat or switch roles, except for the... He let the leader of Alpha Team go, but he knows that they won't, so that's the only reason why. <laughs> yeah, it's all because- manipulation that we talked about last week. Mikasa tries to kill the Alpha Squad members who won't, who like want to leave, because uh, they're putting Eren in danger. Uh, Ian manages to calm her down. It's very over the top. I believe is that when she calls, is that when he calls Eren her boyfriend? She's like, he's my brother. Blush. Yeah. Or was that later? It's weird. Yeah, no, no that was that was now. Here. It's like <laughs> since you're doing it to protect your boyfriend. Dot, dot, dot. We're family, and she's like, ooh, ooh blushing. Yeah, and, I do find like, it so weird because this is a hugely gravity, like, this is just a huge military operation with, like, life or death, and he's like, oh, we're doing it to protect your boyfriend. Like, it just feels so, like, childish. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, no, 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 I'm not in love with Aaron. And it's like, she's like 15. I, don't even, I know, it's so weird. There's such children and it's like a weird reminder that they are children yeah it's like a lot Uh, Mm. anyway Aaron ain't regenerating yes the score leader won't leave because he has faith in Aaron he what does he say he represents a precious possibility for humanity unlike us there isn't anybody who could replace him which you know wrong if anybody if any of you eat him you will become him and it's fine he's easily replaceable (laughs) man Sometimes I do wish that, like, Annie, Rainer, and Bertolt were just, like, in the background of some scenes making, like, awkward faces. <laughs> like, mm. make, every every time they're doing that in a scene, it makes it instantly better. It's so perfect. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, so they split up into a couple different groups to try and deal with the Titans, who are now coming to eat Aaron because they really want him real bad. Uh, Inner Aaron, <laughs> Inner Aaron's having a trip. He's sitting at his house as a baby, taking a nap in a blankie. He's uh, going to his happy place. Yeah, he's in his mom's um, palace. When the uh, when the flare got sent off, Armin immediately abandoned his post and came to help because I don't know he's a shit soldier, I guess, but a good friend. Yeah, <laughs> he jumps like so Aaron. What are you doing? <laughs> he jumped onto Aaron, and then Mikasa's is like, "Oh, don't do that. He'll punch you." Like he tried to do me, and then <laughs> Armin immediately whips out his sword and stabs through Aaron's neck into his arm. And Aaron says, ouchie. Aaron does it. He's just like, I don't want to wake up. I'm going back to Betty's. And then he uh, wakes up again and he's in his little house. But now Armin's like banging on the... It's like baby Armin is banging on the window. Like, the Titans are going to eat you. Come on now. We're busy. We're doing work. <laughs> Aaron, this is not the fucking time. <laughs> we have shit to do, you fucking brat. Come on. Oh, the other thing is that the, one of the reasons their plan is kind of going badly is because they forgot that the Titans would be attracted to Aaron and would try to eat him. Oh, yeah. So they want Aaron comatose Aaron bad. is just sitting there waiting to be eaten, and they're, like, still trying to protect him from all these Titans that are, like, coming away from that wall horde to be like, mm, yeah. I, I, I smell a biggest boy of human flesh. I smell a chunky little guy that'll give me back my humanity if I eat him. Hmm. And then, yeah, then we get a, a teaser for the next chapter, um, <laughs> the raging cooking battle arc. Did you read this? What? Did you oh, not? Oh yeah, no, yeah, no, the, I did. What the uh, fuck was the this? The fucking fake teaser for the next chapter, which I would infinitely prefer. I would so <laughs> much rather watch Sasha just cooking stuff. <laughs> this soup. Oh no! All that stuff to onions! The human race is desperate to cook high-calorie meat dishes with limited land and limited ingredients. Goddamn rich bastard to let us eat meat! There's like a bunch of peasants trying to stab a dude in a top hat with a cane. And then Sasha like sitting down grimacing like the only thing I can do now is steal. I fucking love Twisted Sasha. I love Twisted cause Chef Sasha. <laughs> She's so perfect. <laughs> Man, monger about twisted chefs now. That's an idea. <laughs> These edgelord chefs. Nah. You know, Sorkin should should do a, a cooking-based <laughs> TV <laughs> show about American exceptionalism. <laughs> oh, I fucking wish. Oh, what a dream come true. Uh, yeah, and then there's like, what? Other stuff happening? Nah, no, that ends there. Then it's there's just next tra- chapter Then there's just the real trailer, which are they... It's weird, because I don't know how often they do that, but I guess, like, it was, like, the volume ending or some shit. Whatever. Yeah. Next chapter. Because we do every... We do four a episode, but there's five a volume. So, like, the yeah. next chapter, chapter 14, is, like, the beginning of a new volume. Um, and this one's called Priven, Prin- Primitive Desire? There you go, that's the Primitive one. Primitive Desire, which yeah, is... Yeah, you got sure. it. When, mm, yeah. Cool. Um, Dubious. Yeah, it's just... Alright, so they're fighting Titans. They looked fucked up. Mikasa is jumping around. Amin is still like, Aaron, wake up. And Aaron's like, Amin, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he just looks right so here. disinterested. <laughs> He's like, why do I have to go outside? 
Like, why would I bother? Why would I bother even joining the Survey Corps? I'm like, that's the spirit, Aaron. There we go. Along that route. This is the way. Absolute carnage is still happening, and Armin is banging on the window, like, please rejoin the military with me. (laughs) He's like, I think I'm just gonna sit here and die in my happy place. And but like Armin's like, we're gonna explore the outside world, aren't we? And they talk about like, yeah, the burning water, the land of ice, the plains of sand. And then he's like, I thought you'd forgotten. So like, right now. If, if Aaron had just fully given up, it could have solved a lot of problems. Um, it would be a lot... <laughs> this story would be a lot more simple. Mm. Oh, oh my god. It's such a weird... But I also, like, don't fully understand what's, like, the reasoning here. Because I was reading it, and I reread it, because I was confused. And he's like, you always, like, wanted to go outside of the world. So why did you ever want to go to the outside world? And I was like, okay, what? And then Aaron's like, why? Well, that's that's obvious, isn't it? It's because I was born into this world. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what is that? Like, I don't understand this whole fucking circular conversation they have. Like, I fully don't actually understand the logic of it. Like, Aaron's like, yeah. I was born into the world. I must see it, I guess. There is... Sure. I do, like... Uh, I have problems. I have issues because I'm like... I do like that a lot of his ideology breaks down to, like, curiosity and discovery. And, like, the need to see and, like, learn more about the world. But the fact that it's wrapped up... And then once he does learn and see it, he's like, ah, fuck this. Let's get rid of it. Well, it's like, it's the fact that the the world he then, uh, like, discovers and explores is so shit. And, like, just not fun to deal with it's like well this character trait would have been a lot more fun and enjoyable if maybe he wasn't exploring and curious about the fascist dystopia that he lives in well like the thing is right that's not like an uncommon story arc right character is like i want to see the world naive innocent beginning they then see the world right and they're like oh this is really bad but most main characters written by people with normal ideologies go oh cool i have to fix this and i am gonna fix this by trying to make the world better aaron is like i mean he thinks he's discovers no no discovers the world and is like oh this is bad i'm gonna fix this by killing everyone And the fact that he thinks that's a good idea is even worse. <laughs> like, that's such a weird... That's like, I don't know, It just it's such a weird idea that makes this fucking manga so strange to read. Because, like, that rationality... Like, I'm like, I'm with you, alright? I'm with you. This is sort of normal storytelling. Wait, what? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he fucking skips a beat into fucking crazy town. He really just dives headfirst into the whole fucking saucepan once he finds it. Like, hmm. Yeah. Yes, don't mind if I do. I will take all of this. But, you know, after that weird exchange, Aaron's Titan fucking wakes up and is like, oh, fuck, what's going on? There's still more carnage going on, but now he's picking up that big fucking rock. God, I just... walking it over. I fucking... I really fucking love the panel, like, facing him. When he's like carrying the massive boulder, it looks so sick. I need to say it. Like, yeah, it does look pretty sick. It's very just, like, Atlas the really world. 
the really like yeah like the pose that he's got holding this in with like his head kind of crushed underneath it like slanted with like the really mm. sharp lines kind of giving the vague idea of where his body is because he's like covered in steam and like yeah. the steam like trailing off the top of the boulder as he moves it yeah because he's uh, both like, like healing at the same time it's just very cool yeah because it's like the boulder is too heavy for him to carry. It is destroying his body as he carries it. But then he's healing also at the mm. same time. It's like, it's like it really carries a lot of weight and shows off like, oh, this is like a pretty fucking strong dude. Like not just in like a physical sense, just like, oh wow, he's got like a lot of willpower. Yeah, but I also think, and you can talk about the willpower stuff with some of the later chapters we're going to talk about as well. That it also shows that Eren's Titan is not, like, infinitely strong. No. You know what I mean? Like, there are, like, certain things that he will struggle to do, and the only reason it gets done is because Eren has the willpower. It's not like... Yeah, exactly. I haven't... I. It's not like he's piloting a mech that is impenetrably strong. There are Titans that are clearly stronger than him. Like, he's not, like, the best of all the Titans. That would be the fucking Colossal Titan. Um... But, I mean, he can talk through time. He's kind of the best. No, 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 but, like, physically. You know oh, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. His Titan is just, like, how he is in real life. Like, very quick. Uh, strong enough. Good at hand-to-hand combat, but, like, not the best at it. Like, not the the top at it. I mean, and, no, and it is. Invincible. It's the attack Titan. It's, it's the one that does combat. No, but what I'm saying is he, like, Titans get the better of him, and that's, like... I would just think yeah. the, the manga would be worse if he just, like, demolished everything and always came out unscathed. No, that's true. Do you know what it I is, mean? Like, it is the nice. fact that he cannot fully lift the rock mean, is, like, a better visual than if he just carried it easily. Mm. I mean, that's another part of like, why I like that whenever he punches shit, he, like, destroys his hand in the process. Yeah. Like, he is... He's just... He's never once held himself back from anything. Hmm. So, um, continuing on, basically everyone's like, fuck, we still need to protect Eren, even if it kills all of us. And it uh, will. But there are, like, also some little little soldier dudes on the ground who are like, okay, let's just run from them now. They're totally gonna die, but, you know, the Titans are kind of more attracted to Eren because he's a lot more yeah. than they are. Because they can't, like... They have to get... The, the reason they're, like, running is because, like, oh, we have to get really close for them to be able to smell us. Because I guess Aaron is just... I've got a big stink aura. So, like, shit. Yeah. We can't, like, just zip around them. we got to actually get up close. Which is kind of cool, because it's, like... They're just, like, dodging and weaving, like, little ants. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get sort of, like, a weird repeat of, like, why did you want to go to the outside world, Aaron? And then it's again, when we're born, all of us are free. Oh, like, his fucking and then we get his philosophy degree comes back in full swing. Yeah, people who reject that, no matter how strong they are, with like a flashback to this the weird slavers he killed, don't matter. <laughs> and then sort of like talking about Aaron uh sorry, Armin's heretic book and like all these sort of flashbacks of different things we've already kind of seen while he does his speech. Just, like, anyone who saw the burning water would be the freest person in the world who <laughs> value their life over something like that. It doesn't matter how terrifying the world is. It doesn't matter how cruel the world is. Fight. Fight. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Woo! 
fucking slam dunks that bad boy right in that hole. Fight. It's literally just fight, 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 baby. Like, that... It just... Go Aaron. It's such a weird speech. Like, they actually don't sound normal. <laughs> like, you read them and you're like, I don't even know what the point of these words are. Like, he's literally talking nonsense. It's so funny. But, like, trying to be inspirational. Oh, it's a lot of... It's like what I would write in a... Uh art report that I had to write in high school. It's like, I don't know what I'm saying, but words are coming out of my mouth onto this page. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, basically, they're like, oh, fuck, we won? Oh, shit. This is the first time oh, that's ever shucks, happened. That's good. They shoot the we won, the we won cannon. <laughs> right up to <laughs> the air. Smoke signals of the we won. And they're like, oh, fuck, this is our first victory over these motherfuckers. These big big boys we ain't never done that shit before uh mikasa and armin rip aaron out of his his big body they have to cut him and out they're like damn he's hot <laughs> and they're like mm, gotta cut s- slice him out but then titans come shockingly titans oh my God. come and cause problems like they do every second panel and then, who shows up to save him? My god. Ah. It's the Wings of Freedom. <laughs> the, the original Short King. Levi. Hey, brats. What's <laughs> the situation here? <laughs> Weirdest what's up, piece of teens? ever. <laughs> hey, brats. What's the situation here? Is how I read it in my head. And then they just tell us, like... Oh yeah, the Survey Corps came and we, we saved the day. Our favorite boys are here. Mm-hmm. And then we're like... They're basically like, yeah, this is the first time we won something, but also so many people died for it that we can't really celebrate. And I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. Like 20%, yeah, 20% of the soldiers were killed. And the and entire, like, wait. the entire elite squad was also killed except for Rico. Yeah. I can't wait for chapter 15 to tell us exactly what happens after this in the direct aftermath of this event. Mm, definitely. We'll be seeing that this episode. Episode 15, one by one. Uh, it starts off pretty choice. It's uh, a flashback to uh, when uh, Aaron and Mary McCarthy and Armin were doing forced labor with the elderly plowing fields. Mm. And they see a bunch of... Uh, and I'm like, yeah, all right, that seems like it sucks. Yeah, it seems pretty bad. And then a bunch of uh, military personnel are walking by like, this should have been done yet. This rebel starved to death. Like, uh, well, unfortunately, you sent most of these people to their deaths in the recovery mission, so there weren't any farmers left. And then... Uh, it's just children and old people. The children got a lesson from the old people who were like, mm, the, the military police brigades never even seen a time, but look how they puff out their chests. Armin's like, my parents were murdered. So there would be fewer mouths to feed. You do your military in this military training this year, don't you? Make sure you never become a soldier like that. <laughs> it's like, damn, alright. What kind of gun's on the here? Alright. And it's like, yeah, the fucking recovery mission, those liars. They were killed, so there would be fewer mouths to feed. And now look. And then, flashing slightly more forward. Because it's initiation day in the training corps. Uh, Armin's so fucking short next to Ymir. <laughs> I know, he's so fucking tiny. He looks like a five-year-old. 
Ymir is, I don't think old... Ymir, well, she is because she's 60 years older than him, but she's, like... It's like a primary school kid next to, like, a year 11. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's, like, barely up to, like, the bottom of her ribcage. It's so yeah. funny. Armin hasn't hit puberty yet. God, no. Nowhere close. But, yeah, this whole chapter is basically just, like... Uh, what's this fucking dude's name? Uh, Magath. Just going around calling everybody maggots. And he's like, doing... what a dumb name that you have. Yeah, I mean, he just like he just goes around, <laughs> he just goes around bullying kids and do usual military bullshit, the standard affair. Break him down so he can build him back up again in our nationalist image. Ah, it's classic. It's a rite of passage. You've got to throw out everything that person was and start over with a clean slate if you're going to make a soldier. Hmm. Hmm. Damn, that smacks of uh, ideology. Something, something to think about there if you need to completely destroy who somebody was beforehand in order to form them into a new person. Bit odd. Like, they can to be think about. easily manipulated by the state. It sound, sounds huh. like brainwashing to me, but who am I to say? Who knows? But then basically he, they're like, why isn't he doing it to everyone? And then uh, uh, the other soldier is like, he's just not doing it to everybody who already has PTSD. <laughs> He's like, I'm giving kids PTSD. I don't need to waste my fucking time on the kids that already got it. He he like, he looks like at Annie, he looks at all the spies Rainer. and then also all the people who like saw the Titans in the first attack and is like, yeah, they're already good. <laughs> They've already been destroyed. I I don't need to uh, break them down first. Yeah, it's fine. And then I Jean... also think it's so oh, yeah. fucking funny how honest all these kids are being about why they want to join the military. Yeah. Like, Jean, Jean, Jean begins his, just saying... Jean begins, like, his his brief run as my favorite character in this chapter. <laughs> before before he does uh, later Meninist crimes, he is just like, yeah, I don't care about this. I just want to get into the military police and leave in the interior. <laughs> why would I do any else? It's like, damn, pretty good motivation. Kind of like this yeah. kid. I just think... One of the things about Jean is that he's a dick, but he's a very honest dick. He's yeah. very, like, he's the kind of person that's like, hmm, I'm on it, like, says they're honest, but in a way to be, like, an asshole. But at yeah. the same time, he does, he is honest. Yeah, it's like, he, when he, it he's totally like lying about not. that. But he's he's honest when it doesn't serve him, like, yeah. now. <laughs> he's also he just a piece of shit. fucking brained. <laughs> then... <laughs> Fucking, fucking Marco busts in, uh, uh, Chief Monarch is like, I, to join the military police brigade and devote myself to the king, sir. It's like, you fucking wimp. Fuck you. I hate this kid. Get him out. Join his harem. Jesus Christ. Look at that fucking, the photo, like the panel of him where he's like smiling with like sparkle eyes. Like, I want to join the military police and serve the king. Yeah. God, you bitch. I'm glad you're dead. It's genuinely terrifying, like looking into his eyes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's like alright that's a good goal <laughs> it's pretty choice I'll leave you there uh, then he goes up and to then Connie the commander's and- like the king doesn't want to fuck you boy <laughs> I'm positive the king's got no interest in your scrawny body <laughs> Marco looks so like oh god oh my like- god no <laughs> just staring into the middle distance crushed him this poor boy 
uh, Connie fucks up his salute. He does it backwards. Pretty pathetic. <laughs> what a Commander bitch. picks him up by his fucking head. He's like squeezing his head like a watermelon. <laughs> Just holding him suspended in the air by the brain. <laughs> so good. And then, uh, lucky for uh, Connie's concussion rate, the best thing in this entire chapter happens, which is... <laughs> There's a, there's a so funny little funny. There's a funny little girl off to the left. She's having a cheeky little munch. It's the fact that almost every panel is like dialogueless, and it's just them making eye contact. It's so good. <laughs> he drops Connie. He just this and he just like vomits. Fucking... He like hits the ground and he's throwing up, and then she's just like eating a steamed potato, and then she like starts eating it faster. <laughs> And Sasha, <laughs> you scum, I'm talking to you, what's your name? And she hardly swallow much, much, much. Gulp, hardly swallows a potato. Dalpa Village, Wall Road South District. Sasha Blouse, sir. Sasha Blouse, what's this in your right hand? chapter is just such a tonal shift from the last two <laughs> rules. A steamed potato, sir. I happened to see them in the kitchen and couldn't help myself. And so she... This soldier in training... One, she steals from her employers, and two, she immediately admits that she stole it. (laughs) You stole it. Why are you eating the potato now? Just to, like, why? They lose their their taste when they get cold, so I thought it best to eat it right now. I don't understand. Why do you eat the potato? Um... Are you asking me why people eat potatoes in general? And then there's a wide shot panel of every single person around her being like, What the fuck are you doing, you bitch? <laughs> Connie's like, Connie has like just vomit drooling out of his mouth and he's still whole, like, What? The whole page of just no dialogue. I know. And she's like, uh, She's like looking around like, Why is everybody like this? And she's like, Oh. And she breaks off what's left of the potato and gives him the smaller chunk and says, You can have a uh, half and then he picks it up and goes half and then there's a close up of his eyes and then there's a full shot of, of Sasha with the most fucking smug shit eating grin I've ever seen in my entire life it's so good smash cut to mad mad cause you don't have any potato on you mega Oh this fucking God. troll face. I love her. Am <laughs> I causing you right. botherations, Megarth? Are you okay. vexed? But when I was reading this, right, I was like, why the fuck is this chapter here? Like, why was this not one of the f- first chapters? Like, we did yeah. a time skip past all of this. You could have just put... Because, like, the next chapter is a full... Like, they're just back in time now. Yeah, this is what... This is like... Earlier on in the episodes, when we were confused, we were like, oh, this shit happened way faster. I guess they just, I guess the show made up all of that, like, training stuff in the beginning. But no, they just took it from later on. It's all here. Yeah. But, like, we're getting, like, like that whole introduction of all these characters is fucking perfect. It gives you their, like, personalities really well. It, like, gives you all this stuff. This mm. could have just been fucking... I know! Earlier chapters, and then we would have cared when these fucking characters died. Like, we've already seen all these characters 
be soldiers. We know who graduates. We know who... Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just so fucking stupid. Like, this is just... It's such a so weird, weird placement choice. It's like... Because well, it's really good stuff, but it's yeah. like, this could have really built up those characters that we then saw in incredibly dangerous situations and made us, I don't know, worry for them. But, like, we were like, oh, yeah, fucking, what's Connie doing here? And now we're, like, actually, like, you know, it's, it's so weird. It's just so weird. It's just a really shitty plotting choice, like, in terms of creating a story. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so, um, time skip to later in that day. Sasha's been running for five hours straight. <laughs> the look on her face when he told her to run till she was almost dead was nothing compared to her anguished look the moment he said she doesn't get to eat today. <laughs> it's so choice. But yeah, so she comes from like a hunting village with like a tiny population deep in the mountains. Yeah. And people are very confused that, that exists. And then Aaron reveals... That he's from uh, fucking uh, Shiganshina, where yeah. the first attack happened. And then he gets drilled about Titans, because no one's ever seen them before. Again, it would have been way more impactful if we haven't seen all these characters literally fight Titans. Like, uh-huh. Connie and Mark are being like, whoa, I've never seen a Titan before. Would have been way more effective when we then got to the, you know, after this moment, see them see Titans for the first time. But we've already seen them fight. <laughs> I know, it's ridiculous. Whatever. (laughs) They ask him what a regular Titan looks like, and he does have a quick throw up, but he pretends he didn't. It's cool. I didn't think about my mom being eaten. (laughs) It's nothing. (laughs) I'm cool, don't worry. And he's like, I'm so cool that I uh, am gonna be super stupid right now and say the Titans are no big deal. I'm gonna powerfully eat this bread. (laughs) The Titans are no big deal. If we can master the vertical maneuvering gear, there'll be no match for us, which I'm sure every person joining the survey corpse has said. Yeah, he's just such a cocky little shit with, like, no positive personality attributes at all. Nothing. He's got nothing to go on that makes me like him, other than when he hurts himself. That's good. Yeah, it's really funny when he brains himself. But, like, then Jean comes into the scene. Oh, Jean comes in. What a hero. And it's like, oh, cool! It's great that we now know why they kind of don't like each other. Well, um, they did. They did like each other. They were cool. And then they're like, yeah, we have differences, but we get along. Let's make a truce. And then uh, we have top ten Jean uh, meninist moments. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, hey, Aaron, I think you're fucking dumb. Yeah, it's like, you're a fucking. And Aaron's idiot. like, though you are eloquent. <laughs> no, that's uh, oh wait, no, that's, that's Jean. Just Jean. Like, oh, no, you are eloquent. You know what? I'll give you that, Aaron. You can do some fucking speeches. <laughs> Honesty is a bad habit of mine. I don't mean to rile you up. And Aaron's like, are you talking to me? Like, are you talking about me? What the f- who the fuck are you? <laughs> I don't want to throw cold water on your plans. How you choose to live your life is your own business. They just, like, make up. They're like, yeah, that's cool. I have a chip. I had a chip on my shoulder, too. Hold hands. Let's, let's call the truth. Yeah, like, have, I have an intricate ritual, briefly. And then, uh, then Jean sees a woman that, uh, <laughs> God, uh, Jean sees a Japanese woman and loses his shit. He's like, whoa, you're a different race. I just hadn't seen a face like yours before, so I just, sorry, you have really beautiful black hair. And she says, thanks, as she's walking away out the door and then meets up with Aaron again. And he's like, 
oh, and then he sees her, them, like, talking, Aaron's like, you should cut your hair, you'll get it caught in vertical maneuvering gear. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know, I'll cut it. How short do you think it should be? And they're walking off, and then Jean just shoves Connie down the stairs. And he's hey, like, hey, what's the idea? Using a guy's shirt as a napkin? <laughs> what were you wiping off anyway? My faith in humanity. <laughs> Very famous panel. Oh, it's so choice. You little bitch. Oh, I'm Fuck sorry you, Jean. the Asian girl didn't like you back, Sean. You are my, you are my favorite in this reread for so long until now. Yeah, then... Yeah, I think Sasha's gonna die. (laughs) At some point in the night, Sasha finishes her run and collapses onto the ground. I'll probably starve to death by morning. (laughs) God! Oh, this fucking scene. This fucking bit genuinely was one of the most horrifying (laughs) panels in a while. It's pretty rough. She smells something. Because Chris is walking. Sorry, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna call it Historia. Because Historia walks near and she launches off the ground and snatches a bread roll out of midair and starts eating it. Yeah. So, yeah, I stole some bread for you. Anyway, you should drink some water. And Sasha's like, "Are you Christ? Are you God? Who is this mystical figure?" I just this is a lesbian scene. Yeah, it's very gay. It's, it's pretty gay. Are you God? Are you? <laughs> God! It's <laughs> weeping into fucking Historia's lap. Yeah, then Yumiya turns up and like, It's the potato girl. And you, what are you doing here? I've been irritated ever since <laughs> I saw you palm the dinner bread. It's like you're feeding a pet behind your parents' back. Hey, girl. You're trying to do a good deed, aren't you? But like did, how people talk, you know. Like how regular teens talk. Oh, maybe this is just like how people talked in Mali 60 years ago. Maybe this is just what That's they were true. like. What if she just sounds like a grandma to everyone? <laughs> oh god, I wish she used out-of-date slang. That'd be so fun. Oh my god. They fucking only. <laughs> but she just, they start having a moral debate again, just like, oh, did you you get a sense of accomplishment or high-mindedness for the uh, trouble you went to? Does it feel good to help human beings? She's like, I can't believe you're white knighting. (laughs) You fucking perf, you creep, helping a random person for no real gain. Be like me and help people for specific ideas and uses. God, talking about, like, just bad ideas. Like... In this scene, Chris is supposed to be, like, naive and silly, and Ymir is supposed to be, like, the smart person who's like, Ugh, you fool. I can't believe you'd do something without personal gain. And, she's and that's, a, like, she's the thing like, we're supposed to agree with. I don't think so. I, I don't think there's, like, the you're meant to disagree with her and agree with her. I think it's, like, she's trying to be a good person, but then she's naive. While she's, she, she knows the real shit, but also she's twisted. Yeah... Damn. How twisted. And then... <laughs> and then, alright. Next morning, they t- they they took Sasha to bed. It's fine. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot. Historia asks uh, Yumiya, why are you doing a, quote, good deed? And uh, Yumiya's answer is, so I can demand gratitude later. I can rely on her stupidity. <laughs> sure. I can use this bimbo for personal gain. 
Yeah, next day. It's time for aptitude test with the 3D movement gear. Damn. I've seen... See, see, Ali, I've read this, this manga up until this point, and I know for a fact that Aaron is good at 3D movement gear. So, um... I'm sure this is going to be really tense for me to read. I'm sure he's going to have a great time. He'll really excel. Yeah, because I've already seen him excel. So, like, I already know the outcome of this. And that makes me very, very excited to just read the process. Hmm. Oh, but what's this? If there's something you can do better than anybody else, there'll be something you're worse at than anybody else. And uh, Aaron can't do fuck all. He's just hanging upside down. And he's instantly failed. <laughs> and everybody's looking at him, and you can see Jean, like, closed mouth, smiling widely. <laughs> I don't believe this. It wasn't supposed to be like this. Oh, but the thing is, if this chapter and this whole flashback wasn't a flashback and had just been a part of a, like, progression of the story... I would have actually been like, oh, fuck, Aaron can't do 3D movement yeah. gear. But the fact is, and I'd be, this would be like one of the first moments of like knowing that Mikasa maybe has an aptitude. You know what I mean? Like, but it's just like, cool, you're just telling us stuff we already know. I'm not like learning anything new about the characters. I'm like, I'm just, it's like regression in like the worst possible way. Like, it's flashbacks such a like weak, this are so like, useless. It, all of these chapters, like all like the flashback ones, they just genuinely feel like they were not meant to be here like they should have already happened it's so ridiculous yeah like, but like, all of it is, is like these explaining chapters things are good yeah no they're they good chapters they just should be here useless being put here like ah oh, it just irritates me because it's like it, i don't know it's just the bad storytelling <laughs> all right next chapter get to it all right all right, all right. what's uh, this one called 16 fuck if i know Nice, uh, thanks. Ne- necessity, that's it. Ah, okay, there we go. It's got Aaron a good start, like, I'll say that. Okay. I am going to practice like a mad motherfucker. He's getting advice from everyone. They're like, you know, stiffen the muscles of your upper body and let, like, let your lower body hang loose. Cool. It's all very interesting. And then he immediately he, he is cranked up a tiny bit and then the best fucking panel of him fully just cracking his head open on the ground with Mikasa with the longest legs looking shocked in the background oh my my god I only just noticed that now she's got like fucking six foot long legs Jesus man fucking Bertolt looking motherfucker (laughs) but like then it's just like everyone staring at Eren bleeding from the head as Mikasa and Armin like drag him back to fucking base or whatever yeah and then at the mess hall like later that night him just being completely concussed he's just gone he's out of it while like people are talking like hey last night didn't that guy like say he was gonna wipe out all the titans and yeah. he's pretty much already almost killed himself on step one which is like <laughs> yes i love to see this boy brought down I wish it happened more. I want to see this man fail constantly. But then, of course, immediately these people go to eugenics and they're like, God, there's no reason to waste food on him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, mm. okay. And then Armin's like, don't let bullies get to you. Um, Bro, that's a bit more I, than Armin bullying, have, I'd say. <laughs> I, Armin, have never, ever let my self-esteem be, you know, affected by bullying. <laughs> I have impeccable self-esteem because those bullies, I've never even listened to them ever. 
I would I would uh, uh, fight them in the marketplace of ideas and win every single mm. time, thanks to my reason and logic. Aaron's just real sad. He's like, how am I ever going to eradicate them like this? You know, <laughs> eradicate a normal way. Mm, a thing that uh, children say. And Mikasa, as always, is just like, she's just like a rational person. She's like, I think you should adjust your expectations. Yeah. I think you should yeah, I think you should stop trying to be a soldier. You should go back to like being a producer. Like go back to the farm fields. The, like, laying down your life isn't the only way to fight. Mm. I'm like, yeah. I'll come with you. It's like fucking I mean, opposite ends of the spectrum, but you know, horse true theory. But like when God. you're talking to fucking communists who are like really, really excited for like violent revolution, but you're like, hey, are you gonna be like do farming? And they're like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> they're like i'll leave that to the other people i'm an organizer <laughs> bro i think you just want to join a fight club yeah <laughs> i'm an ideas guy it's so stupid <laughs> oh he is the dumbest motherfucker alive consistently i'll i'll give him that he's always a stupid bitch oh yeah but also like Mikasa's like, oh, I mean, if you're gonna go back to the settlement, then I'll just go with you. Yeah. I don't really care about being in the military. I don't need to be here at all. I'm just here because you are. <laughs> and then we get the great panel, probably the best part of oh, it's so this good. whole chapter, which is Sasha sitting down next to Mikasa, like, after everyone's kind of left and being like, Mikasa's still talking to Aaron. He's like, I mean, I'm, I'm not telling you to go back to the settlement alone. I go with you, and then they're already gone. And then, <laughs> while she's having this emotional moment, Sasha's already sat down there. And she's like, "Can I? Can I eat the bread?" And then again, Sasha is just the best in these no dialogue panels. <laughs> every because... every stretch where Sasha is there doing shit, but there's nothing being said, is the best part of this manga. Yeah, because she has this hopeful look in her eyes. Mikasa picks up the bread and then begins to eat it, and she just looks soul crushed. <laughs> How could you do And then immediately like Ymir comes in and being like, hey, Sasha, when are, you, when are you gonna draw water for me and Krista? Fucking, come on, fucking slave. I'll get and right on it, Sasha my benefactor and my God. My benefactor and God. Yeah. I didn't make a mistake saving your life, did I? Yeah. And, I mean, I also do love the, like, weird snapshots that we get after of, like, Connie being, like, a trick to it. Sorry, buddy, I'm just a natural. All I can say is feel it. And it's then... so good. And then Jean being, like, hey, why don't you tell me? Tell me the secret to keeping your sanity after disgracing yourself in public like that. Oh, I love Aaron being bullied. It's just so oh, nice. Oh, it's so, it's so good. Br- and the smug look in that next panel where Connie's looking away from, like, huh. Oh boy, I'm so fucking good. I'm hot as shit here. Yeah. It's so choice. God, I fucking... Marco's such a fucking bootlicker. I just... I can't handle it. I know. It's so annoying. Also, Marco in that panel, not to dig on art again, but Marco also has some fucking orangutan-ass arms in that shot where Connie's doing smug (laughs) face. (laughs) (laughs) They look like they reached down to the floorboards. Oh, and then Aaron's like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna approach the weird, silent, tall boys. I'm gonna start talking to spies. Uh, he's like, hey, you guys know how to do this shit. But anyway, they start like comparing trauma, you know, whatever. I don't really give a shit. Backstories. 
But also Bertolt's like, why do you even want to be a soldier? Like, that just, it's so stupid to be a soldier. <laughs> it's, a, it's a stupid choice to be a soldier if you're not forced to do it because you're a slave race. Yeah. But at the same, like, but Armin is like, oh, I just can't keep quiet and watch what's happening. It's like, well, no, you can't. But, like, why is fighting them physically the only way of making society better? Yeah. Whatever. I can't bring normal facts and logic to this Buckwild <laughs> series. I can't debate my way out of this one. And then, like, correct me if I'm wrong, Bertolt starts tearing, telling the story of, like, their village. Yeah, pretty sure. But it's all a lie, right? Yeah. He's just making this up, and Raina's giving him this look, like, what are you talking about? And all I can think is that, like, they're, like, like, Bertolt is just fucking freaking out internally and just making shit up as he's going on, and Raina's just like, uh-huh, okay, where are we going with this? <laughs> but I do kind of... I do like what Raina says, where he's like, yeah, most of the people here are just here because it's what you do. You just join yeah. the military. Like, that's what it's our the the thing culture right is. Now. Place is. It's, it's just in right now. <laughs> uh, and just sort of talking about the military craze and all that. And it's sort of critical, I guess. He's, he's being critical, but I guess he's also a secret spy, so... Yeah you know i don't know it's it's i guess the first well i mean there are little gaps that are like mm, maybe the military isn't that good but it's always in the end like but it's worth it you know what i mean that's yeah i mean like what the, the a lot of the you. thing is like mm, the military's not great but in service of our country we must suffer yeah yeah this is our role must... to sacrifice ourselves yeah. to the machine exactly which is almost a more dangerous idea uh, yeah. Than just saying it's perfect and good. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a lot of them discussing whatever. I, I don't really care. They're just like. Yeah. Marina's like, I want to go Raina, back to my concentration know. camp home. Yeah, but like knowing what we know, it is kind of interesting. Him being like, I just want to go home. <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing that I can do. It's the only purpose I have. And so they're just like, look, dude, just fucking readjust your belt and try again. You'll do fine tomorrow. I know you've Definitely. got it in you, Aaron Yeager. You fucking better, because it'll be a lot worse if you're dead and don't make it to be a soldier, because then I have to track you down and I can't keep a direct eye on you. Yeah. So. This is what really annoys me about this chapter. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> okay, so. I knew this from the anime, but whatever. Aaron's like, they're on the next day, like, willpower, I can do this, whatever. You know how Aaron is. He's just like, an, yeah. he's just a fucking battering ram. A, a um, bullet just and going straight. So he's like, my willpower, that's all I've got. This is my weapon. And so they lift him off the ground, and he managed just to, like, stay steady, but then, you know, he immediately fucking falls over again. And then fucking Commander Dude is like, wait, <laughs> dude, Aaron, trade your belt. And then Aaron is lifted up, and he's like, oh, wait, this is fine. And basically his belt had a floor in it. And this pisses <laughs> me off so much, because it's like... Oh, so Aaron wasn't actually bad at it. It was just faulty Kia. So Aaron doesn't have to work to be better to become what we've already seen him to be. That is no. like a good 3D movement gear person. He is naturally good. Oh, it was good. just like, he's just naturally good. He's just naturally great. I and have... then like the commander's like, oh my God, how did you manage to even have that balance of faulty gear? He must be insanely good. And I'm like, oh, for fuck, fuck off. Like, Jesus Christ. I, I have... I have some extensive thoughts on this nonsense, which is that 
clearly the military needs to do like routine monthly fucking maintenance checks on their gear because the fact that this dude is like a commander and he's like oh i've never seen this before perhaps because the people who will have had faulty gear are dead and you don't check because they get eaten so you can't check their gear so you just don't (laughs) think that you have like of manufacturing problem when clearly you have a pretty fucking big one because like yeah. this is just like a dude in training and his kit's fucked up and you're like well, I, I ain't seen mm. this it's like I think I think I know why you're not seeing any of this I think yeah. I might have an idea also just the fear in Mikasa's eyes seeing him succeed I know like Aaron being like I can do it I can fight the Titans you don't have to take care of me again and she just looks fucking horrified it's yeah and then everyone cheers and claps for him yeah and then the commander's like grisha today your son became a soldier and i'm like oh so this guy knows grisha cool yeah i mean grisha was like a town legend everybody knows grisha he saved them from a plague yeah. Hmm. damn what why, why don't we have a grisha now you know what i'm saying we could really yeah. we could really use a grisha in office <laughs> and it's interesting because i'm actually I've always been really fascinated by characters that do have, like, extreme willpower. Like, I mm. feel like it's sort of an overwrought, overdone thing, but it can be done very well. And this is just an example of how not to do it. <laughs> yeah. Like, on one hand, this... I don't know. On one hand, the series does have Eren's will willpower come across as kind of fucking crazy. Uh, but not, like, enough that he is ever really badly impacted by the fact that he's crazy. Do you know what I mean? Like... No, definitely. It always comes out in his favor in a way that is so annoying. And he never has to really work for anything. Like, I like that Mikasa has this natural gift, but it's so weird having him just be, like, second in command. I would just like it if he was an average soldier that worked really hard to become a good soldier skill-wise, in terms of the gear and the fighting and blah blah blah. Because it's cool that Armin has, like, the strength of intelligence and it's cool that Mikasa's, like, the best shit the military's ever seen since sliced bread, but I don't know, it just it just feels fucking annoying that Eren is, like, this the whole plot of this is, like, damn, this whole chapter is, like, damn, Eren's struggling. I mean, he just got main but protagonist he have to disease. Work for it. Like, they never do. I mean, it's just, like, it's shit that, like, it would have been more interesting if we hadn't already seen the shit we'd seen. Like, just as a whole, like, even, like, I think a lot of our complaints of, like, he's too good from the get-go, I think we would have been lighter if this had been in here earlier, before we'd seen any of the shit he was already doing. Yeah. Exactly. Alright. Did we get any questions? Did we do that? (laughs) I put a questions post out, but I put it up pretty late, so we got no questions. But that's also not the next segment. Nice try. Uh, next, next segment, segment? is uh, remove your hats and uh, put your uh, uh, heart, your hand over your heart. Do an, an official uh, attack on Titan salute uh, because it's time for Just the Aaron like Yeager Memorial Connie. Service. And now, before we get started, I would like to reiterate as uh, head representative of the Aaron Yeager Memorial Service. I, I did dumb beef it again. Because of Ackerman, she's still out there. She's still struggling. She's still fighting. I kind of fucked it again. I I guarantee, I promise, I will never be duped again. I'll have a 100% success rate. 
which sounds grim because it is about death, but I'm sure never again will we, will we be faked out by an end-of-chapter cliffhanger death. Anyway. Beginning. of the soldiers under Pix's command Ian Dietrich, a leader of Alpha Squad Mitabi Janak, other person in Alpha Squad Jean's respect for women Thank you A moment of silence, please Polite chuckle is allowed, but a moment of silence <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Thank you. <clears throat> uh, I love you. Oh, I love sorry. that all of this shit is just because he's like, oh, he stole my girl that I saw once, <laughs> and got her, and got her to cut her hair, which she legally would have had to do for the military anyway. Yeah. God, I just Jean is one of the most relatable characters, but more relatable are Sasha and Connie. <laughs> Oh, iconic duo. I love them so much. Mm. Powerful. Yeah, every time you do that fucking moment of silence, though, I always I think about that fucking news presenter that talked through the moment of silence <gasps> on Invasion Day. Oh my god, I didn't know about that. Oh my god. Okay, so there's this news clip of a news reporter, like, while at the Invasion Day protest, while we were doing the minute silence... Her just like talking all the way through it, describing that a minute of silence was happening, and then some other lady from the protest came up when it had ended, being like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? How dare you, you disrespectful motherfucker!" It's so good. Oh my! But every time, god. like, oh my god, it made me so mad. And the woman's like, just like the, I don't know. It's so funny because you can tell that the news reporter woman's like, "Oh, I'm fucked." What a oh, fucking shit. cunt! I know, right? <laughs> Jesus! Like, oh fuck, dude! Being like, oh, see I can't me. imagine the moment doing of silence that. Is happening and blah 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 blah. Oh fine, Australian fucking accent. god! Um, yeah, I you know. Fucking this dog f- made me so fucking mad. But Jeez. every time I can't stay silent during our stupid fake version of oh, the yeah. moment of silence, which and we're how ripping fake? off. How uh, dare you! We're ripping it off the Anzac moment of silence, not the fucking original it's... one, so don't worry. Um, we're doing the last post and stuff, it's, it's different. Uh, yeah. But just I just need people who aren't Australian to know that. <laughs> That's not what we're doing. Um, but yeah, I, I, can't, I think about that fucking video. It's pretty good, uh, alright. Um... Anyway, man, we're going to start having to do a general Australian news segment just to get the, the word out there. Oh, God... Oh, no, we are, actually. For a second, I was like, I don't want to become a fucking, like, current events podcast. I was like, oh, no, this is a vital service we're providing. Now that nobody gets to yeah. hear about our struggles anymore, we need to do this. I gotta tell you what's happening. Down under. <laughs> <laughs> or at least in Melbourne, because who the fuck cares about this? Melbourne Central. We're the most Melbourne people ever. <laughs> it's Melbourne yeah. news only. It's Melbourne news only. Uh, uh, Melbourne News only. Uh, five people are allowed in the household right now. I can go on another date. 
I get all my news from ozpolchronicles.tumblr.com anyway, who the fuck is? So, we have no questions this week, and I also haven't started properly getting together a segment I have in mind, so that's still not available. So, mm. I think this is it. We don't. Unless you've got a question to ask. Um, no, I didn't prep fucking anything, but mm, I think the next couple of chapters are like, they're continuing this weird flashback, right? It's all training again. I because like Let me check. I, I think I, I just had a look. I think that's what it is, because it's like Eren doing hand to hand combat with Reyna. Ooh, fun. Um, okay, that sounds nice. And it's interesting because I I enjoy like this weird high school military bullshit way more. It's so much funnier to me than like them fighting Titans. <laughs> yeah. I just like them all interacting. But it's so weird because these last two chapters are pretty much like shot for shot the anime does them but the anime does them in like a better order <laughs> yeah like at the beginning like a fucking regular story would do <laughs> but nothing's regular about this story but oh no drop. no sorry all right i'm gonna start closing us out all right um, take us away <laughs> take me away all right so our, our podcast side is uh by uh, antiseptic bandit on instagram or a uh, soft antiseptic on twitter our outro music. Don't interrupt me, please. Uh, that's my whole job here. You fucking dog cunt. You're worse than that fucking <laughs> woman. <laughs> uh, uh, yep. Our outro music is uh, What a Wonderful World by Louis Armstrong. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at AOAOTPod, uh, where I post question posts sometimes. Well, I, do, I have done it every time, but it depends how much time I give you. Or I'll also talk about, like, if I'm doing a game stream, which I'll probably do again at some point soon. Um, or even review us on iTunes or whatever the fuck you use. You can join our pod... You can join our uh, Discord. Uh, link in the description of the downloads and also on our Twitter. Uh, listen to more shows on the Good Episode Productions Network. That's what we're a part of. You can listen to such bangers like... Uh, a song of babies and puppies and a song of ice and uh, song of ice and fire reread podcast. Very fun times. It's a good mm-hmm. shit. I also have questions that like, can uh, they talk about cat boys sometimes when I ask. Mm. Yeah, uh, we talk about cat boys in the Discord. Yeah, I listen. We've got a Levi cat boy emoji. It's pretty good. <laughs> my, one yeah. of my favorites. I'm uh, about to com- commission more. Um. Uh, emojis of cat boy characters or cat blank characters for more of the like, cast. Like with your real ass fucking money? Yeah, what the fuck do you think I'm doing? Of course. Dude, I refuse to spend any. Yeah, it's any your ch- of my That's your cold, fucking hard this is dollars I'm, on anything related listen, to this fucking that's endeavor. Because of you're, ours. In here, you're here at gunpoint while I wanted to do this. <laughs> You're the one holding the gun. <laughs> exactly. Fucking, I'm, listen, it's fully loaded, bitch. You better watch out. So that's going to be... Listen, join the Discord for some uh, Catboy-based uh, anyway. uh, emojis. Uh, not on Alnet, but, but also listen to some other podcasts that I like, that I want to shout out. Uh, uh, two of which by a uh, friend of the alley, uh, uh, Roy. Uh, Nightmare and Error, uh, a creepypasta uh, uh, read and review podcast. Great time. A lot of good guests. And I'm, I'm being held hostage by Ali. You need, to, you need to get me out of here. You need to get me out of here, guys. I mean, they could fucking try. 
I, listen, I, I I extensively studied that chapter where Aaron uh, constructed like a fucking uh, <laughs> a pole arm. I know what I'm doing. I have many Ellie, knives. The idea that you could beat me in hand-to-hand combat is a joke. I didn't say it could beat you. I said it could beat people who tried to rescue you. <laughs> I'll, I'll be you tried this house to hell and back. Mm. Man, I had a weird dream last night. We're not where... talking about dreams. <laughs> I'm closing the podcast. I'm giving other recommendations. No, no, I want to tell you my dream. No, after the... Listen, save the dream chat. Let me finish this first. Dream right. chat afterwards. All right. The other podcast I was recommending is... Um, podcasting is forbidden in the cloud recesses. A read-through of uh, Chinese media property, uh, Modazushi, which I've been listening to lately, also hosted by Roy and uh, fiancé of the Roy Fallon. Uh, delightful show. Very fun. Love hearing about... Uh, like a fucking 2000 or whatever year old uh, Chinese uh, spiritual fucking property where zombies are a thing. I don't know much yet. It's pretty fun, though. There's a necromancer. It's cool. It's homoerotic. Mm, um, love that for me. It's good stuff. I think that's about all. Now you can talk about a dream. Okay, so I was in detention at a, in school but they had to handcuff us like in front of our while we had we, but we were cleaning we had to clean out a whole room and they were handcuffed us but the handcuffs were too small but there was a teacher watching so i could like pull my hands out of one of the handcuffs like fully and so i was constantly like having to put my hands back into the handcuffs and then pull them out again pretending like i was still locked in while i was cleaning a room with two other people while a teacher was like watching me it was like five nights at freddy's or some shit where i was like having to play this complex game yeah it was very weird okay i don't think you know much about five nights at freddy's no no i had just like a vibe anyway it was a dream it doesn't have to make fucking (laughs) sense it had an aura to it Anyway, I cleaned a room while handcuffed slash not handcuffed by pretending to be handcuffed. Anyway, it's not that interesting <laughs> now that I'm it's, explaining yeah, it. Yeah, it really isn't. <laughs> You're not wrong. <sighs> All right. I, I need to go. I'm really, really w- warm. This podcast <laughs> is ending. Back on. Um, podcast is ending. Fuck podcast fascism. Uh, Nazis can uh, choke on my dick or whatever. No, I wouldn't let them do that. Um... Ain't no Nazi touching my dick. Uh, respect Pike Finger. Very few left. Bye. I see skies of blue And clouds of white The bright blessed day The dark sacred night And I think to myself What a wonderful world been listening to a good episode productions network podcast see the website for more details